that ministers. If we understand the principle that, uh, test one, two, three, test one, two, three, <clears throat> that we see the example of David through the harp, the lyre, in the life of Christ, the person, the Father, the manifest, the Holy Spirit, through an instrument, it manifests, it demonstrates the power and love of God. Saul received deliverance, amen, through just the lyre, just David's heart before the Father, because he had a heart after the Father. Thank you, Nathan. It's a natural gift, but there's also that which I know is stirring inside of Nathan. He just loves to worship the Lord. He said they had the recital last week, and it went well. Neat. Day before yesterday. Beautiful. And he accompanied, obviously. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're just beginning to come to know the man, Nathan. We're just coming to know the man, Nathan. Amen. Hallelujah. Love to see the little baby, see the life and the presence. So much stirring. We had a wonderful leadership meeting last night. Try to do it once a year and have a, a Christmas dinner. It was wonderful. A little loud. We normally have a room kind of to ourselves. A little bit of a hum bin. Normally have the room kind of to ourselves. And then uh, they decided to book another event that then kind of took over everything else that became loud and they did a karaoke. And so we created our own loudness in our own room, right? Of having some fun and enjoyment. But I just want to, I just want this morning to just be so real for us. Um, I just want you to realize when you're sitting here listening to all of these wonderful people ministering the word, your testimonies, the things that go online, right? It's surely on Facebook, and now we've gone, oh, is that Jasmine back there? Cool, cool, come on. I need to get you up here in the front row so you can start singing and I can hear your voice. Come on. I know it's kind of intimidating and it's scary and it's crazy, and but that's okay. All things are possible. Where was I? The things that people say online, and now we've gone over to YouTube because Facebook a lot of times chooses not to allow the Lord to be uh, glorified. And so... It's wonderful, but I want you to realize the word that goes out of this house. It's a living word. It's part of your testimony. It's the written word, ink on a piece of paper, that then as the Holy Spirit awakens it inside of you, it becomes alive. And so I just want you, I printed this out because on our buzz uh, sprout, it's pretty amazing. And I, I'll leave this up here if you want to look at it. Our word has been downloaded in 60 countries. This little house right here, 60 countries. Amen. A total of 1,074 cities. Downloads in America alone, 5,741. South America, seven. Europe, 340. This amazes me. Asia, 
1,353. And out of those, the majority, 1,282, Tokyo, Japan alone. Yeah, the weight of his word. And then Africa, 42 downloads. And Oceania, which is Australia, New Zealand, 21 downloads. His word goes out, and it makes a difference. So everything that we do has importance. Amen? You're the living word. His word is becoming your flesh. And it's dwelling amongst us. But it's also dwelling amongst 60 nations. How exciting that is. How amazing that is. Because people are hungry for truth. People are hungry for hope. They're hungry for that which is real. And so, yeah. Was last week's word pretty phenomenal? It's pretty amazing. I want to just, I'm going to read First Colossians, Colossians 1, help me Holy Spirit. Because there was such power just in those words, because Kathy says, do we know who he is? Who is he? And I just want to read these words. This is Colossians 1, starting with verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all of creation. That were in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. Hmm. Thank you, Father. The dominion, principalities, and powers, all things were created through him and for him. I love it. We couldn't get her to talk on the microphone, but she's ready now. Come on. See, there's something within the spirit, the human spirit that longs for the presence of the Lord. Her spirit is responding to the word of the Lord. The natural mind is enmity. Her natural mind can't understand what's being spoken, but her spirit is resonating. She, she's joking. She's jumping for joy because she's, she's worshiping who he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. Maybe we should just let her preach. Maybe I should just sit down. and. Would you like to speak, sweetheart? <coughs> Amen. That's what's so wonderful about we as a family, all the living parts the expression of truly acknowledging the very presence of the Holy Spirit and who's inside of us yeah. and the creative forces and the places. But yeah. as it was asked of us, do we know him? Who is Jesus? And it was pretty profound just in First Corinthians, everybody writing down the scriptures so they could be able to identify, speak that when they were asked. And so as I've been pondering this week and talking with the Lord and saying how how do I build upon this? Where do I go with this? And then as Kathy was saying, do we know him? And the Lord is beginning to stir in my heart. If you know him, 
and are coming to know him, do you trust him? Are you able to give yourself to trust him? Because trust births, creates peace. Where the things around the world, the things in your life, the circumstances, and everything that's around us has little strength because you trust that everything that is transpiring is either orchestrated or allowed by him. Now you can go to Proverbs because uh, Proverbs 3, pretty amazing. This is Solomon, verse 1. He's addressing this chapter to his son or to sons. You and I are called to be sons. Sean's often telling us, reminding us of who we are, what our identity is in this world and out of this world. Used to be in that kingdom of darkness and we asked Jesus to come into our heart. And by the power and the grace of God, we were transformed, translated, transferred out of that kingdom of darkness into the light, the kingdom of light, who is Christ Jesus, the Son. And so we have this transformation that's taking place as sons. And all of us are in various stages. This little daughter of his, she's in her formative stages. And mother is making choices. Grandma's making choices. Reminds me of Timothy when Paul said, stir up the gifts, that which both your mother and your grandmother had spoken, released into your life. That's what's transpiring right now. It's being established. It's designating her future for what she has to hold on to. Now listen to this. It says, verse 1, My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For the length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. We're going to go down to verse 5. Because the whole goal here this morning is, is trusting the Lord, not leaning on your own understanding or your opinions or your thoughts or you what or think pure motivatives or intents. Yes. Because yes. Yes. this is how, and I want you to know that I've been, I've been aggressively pursuing this for about the last four years. In Hebrews, James. I don't want to just be in and out of peace. I don't want to be in and out of trust. Well, I trust him with this, but I really can't trust you with this. Well, I trust you with this, but I think I need to help you, right? You haven't really got this quite right, Jen. Come on, God. Let me, let me help you out here, and let me fix this. Let me, I think I know what's best right here. I really do. I really do. I was going to wait till the end, but I'm going to share this, of how important peace is. I must find it, both because of my own salvation and my family, but for all of you. But I had a really, 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 really dear friend who came to the church for a number of years and helped me, Lord, keep this. 
came to the church, got born again, met with this person weekly, month after month after month, tormented, Vietnam vet. I mean, tormented with the things that he was asked to do. Couldn't live with himself. Could not live with himself. The only thing that I knew that I could invite him to was recognizing that Jesus is the peace that he was looking for. Because in that peace, forgiveness, washing away his sins, all of that would then be real. Because what he lived, I, I did not live his, his experience, but for him, it was tormenting. It was, I'm sure for Tom, I mean, anyone who have been asked to do those things for governmental purposes, being in the military, there were things that you could not not do. And so it was probably maybe a year and a year, year and a half, because we used to meet, especially, well, we do it in the wintertime, but in the summertime we used to be on my porch. Love to have that time. And on one of those settings, he reached down into his pocket and pulled out a live shell. Out of his M16 rifle. He said, Pastor, I want you to have this. I said, what's this? He says, I don't need this anymore. Because he figured the only peace he was going to find is if he killed himself. And he was carrying that one shell that if it ever got to the point it was too bad, he would use it. All of us can say we've been in a place that we have so desired peace. And that's the only thing. The person of peace, the actual experience, becoming peace, is going to allow us to see what God is doing through all of our circumstances and our situations and where we presently are and where we're going. Amen? Now listen to this, because this is pretty good. Yeah, 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 come on, just say it. She's saying she's in agreement. Come on, I'm not going to question her. (laughs) We might see a prophetess being birthed right now. Come on. Lord, if that's going to be as one of those prophetesses and prophetesses of the kingdom, we release that. Let her be your voice in the earth, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now this is verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord completely. And do not rely on your own understanding or opinions. With all of your heart, rely on him to guide you. I love it. Sean, you couldn't get her to say a thing. Shane, oh no, I guess Sean's thinking he's expecting too much out of this little baby. She's making up for it, Sean. With all of your heart, rely on him to guide you, and he will lead you in every decision that you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Do not think for a moment that you know it all. I'm talking to myself. For wisdom comes when you adore him with an undivided devotion and avoid everything that is wrong. That's from the Passion Bible. 
trust births peace. Now, if any of you have ever been uh, called upon to serve on the jury trial of the court, anybody here? Okay. Well, about, I don't know, maybe a month ago or so, I get this notice. You know, I'm in my 70s. I've never had to serve on a jury trial. (laughs) Been to court before, but never in a jury trial. And so, (laughs) peace wasn't with me in the moment that I was reading that letter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, this can't be me. And all, you know, just the whole, because it's going into December, and I'm just thinking everything that's between now, which was just this last week, and my mind is just flooded. Impossible. Can't be. How do I get out of it? God can't be using me in this. No way. I'm not going. I have a ton of reasons why. I'm a pastor. They don't really want a pastor on a... Jury. <laughs> Used to be a law enforcement officer. They don't want law enforcement on the jury. So I go through the process of my opinions, my justification, my spiritual thoughts. How can you use me? Yeah. All that stuff, it's just like, okay. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. That's all there is to it. I'm going to go. So it's at 8.30 in the morning. I go to the courthouse here downtown White River. You guys got time this morning, right? You're not going anywhere, right? I know we got food around here. So anyway. So there's so many people there. They're selecting for two trials, apparently. So they have an upstairs and a downstairs. The downstairs is full, and then they have a room upstairs. And so the district attorney and her assistant is there. The judge gives his whole orchestration of what they're to do and your things that you're supposed to be mindful of, the instructions. And then you have the defense attorney with the person who is being defended. And I want to be careful with this. So the district attorney just lays out everything. Do you know any of us, anybody that works for the fire fire department, for the police department, anybody that's part of the situation, any of the family members, they go through the whole thing. Very orchestrated, very attentive, very informative. And the whole time I'm sitting here thinking, okay, Lord, I said, Father, what's going on here? So then the defense attorney comes up, and that was a domestic violence situation. And there was such an atmosphere created that it was more than a jury selection. They were planting, he was planting, a mindset that he wanted to create. 
I'll just, I'll just ask, I'll just state one question that he asked. Now, for all of you that are here, do you value the truth coming out of a police officer more than just the average person? Like you or me. And this went on for an hour and a half. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, so they've got down to the people that had reasons why they couldn't be there or whatever. So we take a break and we come back. And so they pull a few out and then they bring in people to replace them. And this guy goes through the whole thing again, but with other underlying questions. The judge has to intervene, and the district attorney says, yeah, this is, you know. So I'm sitting here, and the reason why I'm, I'm bringing it such detail is because I'm sitting there and saying, Father, this is not justice. to the defendant nor the possible victim. I said, Father, how? How are you going to use me through this? I said, and I asked him the Holy Spirit. I said, give me some understanding. Give me some peace. Don't let me just assess this on my own. Because I can, I can physically see and hear. And, and you don't have to be spiritual to understand the atmosphere that's been created. Though I knew it was further than just the atmosphere that they were seeing. So I'm saying, Lord, how do I, how do I walk through this? And so as I began to just kind of quiet myself, And the Holy Spirit said, just trust. Because I've seen the examples of what could be used to get out of it. <laughs> I've submitted myself to surrender if he wanted me to be a part of it. <laughs> and I was going to address how I would walk through it after whatever was determined. Because I couldn't go there. Because once I realized that justice was not being served in the ways of the Lord, that was taking me down a whole longer path and more thoughts and my own ideas. And so I finally, mind you, this was now probably 3, probably 3.30, 3.30. They'd gone through another selection process and removing and then bringing more. So finally, like I said, it was about 3.30, quarter to four. And mind you, the whole downstairs, the people from upstairs, downstairs, whatever, they've got like 30, 24 people sitting in the chairs, then all of us here, more. And then he said, well, we've, we have our jury selection. And they named the 12 out of the 24. But it also impressed upon me of how I can naturally assess something and negate this peace that God wants me to have in the midst of this particular situation 
Because that way I'm totally surrendered as to how he wants me to respond and what it is for. I truly believe that it was an awful lot for me to recognize um, the realms of justice and the things of this world and the things of what God does and what he brings and he establishes. But I also felt that it was part of, kind of part two, do you know Jesus or do you know who he is? But in turn, but do you trust him? Anybody have trouble with trusting him? Let's go over to, uh, let's go to John 14. <laughs> John, yes, 14, verse 27. Is this helping anybody? Is this yes. anybody touching places that either they're at or approaching or have been yes. where you're really uh, assessing things of your own opinions and your own judgment and maybe finding some freedom and saying that maybe the Father is going to walk me through this particular situation and I can have a peace yeah. that will pass the understanding yeah. and it won't yeah. grip me and it won't cause me to worry yeah. and get crazy and realizing that there, there's some things you just can't fix, solve, have answers for. Amen. Now this is John, verse 14, verse 27. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples. I leave the gift of peace with you. My peace is not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to the fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. The person of peace, do you know Jesus? First Colossians, all things created for him, by him. Now, as I was watching all of this kind of come before me, I don't want to just be in and out of peace. I want to know the person of peace. And this is where then the Lord took me then to Paul's words. And this is Philippians 3, verse 10. Oh, that I might know him. That I might know him in the riches of his glory and the power of his res resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death. And he goes on. I press on to the prize of the high calling. And part of that high calling is the person of peace becoming all that we are involved with, everything that we have to be called into or a part of or choices that end up bringing us into places that probably could have been done differently and with his love and his grace. And I just want you to know that this process of learning, coming to know who he is, just like Caitlin, I'm sure mom's kind of talked about the Lord a little bit to her and I'm kind of got this crazy place that I go to and these people are a little bit different and uh, not a lot of people there, but you know what? There's just something that kind of stirs my heart. Amen. And see, it, as much as she's learning to be a young mom, 
She's learning how to become intimate with Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit, knowing all three persons. I've tried to describe you when went through this whole setting up because I went to the Father first, saying, Father, what in the world? Why am I going to jury duty? Why would you call me to that? But then once I get there, continually watching to see, bringing him into this setting to where then I have an understanding. Everything that I'm looking at is through the Father's view. It's not by chance. It's not by mistake. No, God orchestrated this, allowed it. So where in turn, then it's a learning process for me. All right, then let's go beyond that. Jesus, come on, I, I need you. I need you to really walk me through this. Now, Holy Spirit, let me, let me see. Give me eyes to see. Then all of a sudden, what seems to be a legal system that's functioning does not have God's justice in it. It's man's justice, which is twisted, manipulated, influenced, where either party doesn't really get justice. And so, and so I guess, like I said, I've been, I mean, I've been at this more than four years, but I've been intently Hebrews and James. Coming to faith is the substance of things hoped for. This is what I, I think I printed out for all of you. Now faith brings our hope into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things that we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Now, don't be surprised if a couple of years from now, three years from now, there's prophetic words spoken over that little girl that she's supposed to be the one who carries the prophetic voice that moves in the power and the demonstration of being God's mouthpiece. The unseen that yet is not seen. Amen? A confidence beyond our own because it rests in the character of Father, the foundation of our faith. Yeah, I messed up. I assessed. I'm thinking, oh my God, I don't want to go to jury duty. God's grace, His favor. It wasn't my own decision to say, okay, I'm going to go and do this and I'm going to be right with both the state because the scriptures always come to us as Christians. Aren't you supposed to obey the laws of the land? Come on, you know, all those things, all that stuff that just goes assessing all the things in your own mind. And you just quiet yourself. That's the character of Father. It's the things that I know that I've hoped for in my heart, that whatever he has for me, whether it be the courtroom, wherever it may be, that I'm so surrendered and yielded that he can just use me. If it's not to say anything, if it's just there to pray, if it's to be a mouthpiece, because all those things are going through our mind. Well, let's see. Okay, if they call upon me and I have to give a reason why that I need to be dismissed, I'm a pastor. Well, will you be able to judge rightly? Well, all those things that just, no. Peace, be still, and know that I am God. And so I hope this morning really helps you because I'm trusting this is going to build for you. Holiday settings are difficult. First Christmas without Tom. 
People have, we can call them markers. The devil uses our past in these places where hurt, abandonment, so much that happens during the holiday season. And it's so hard for so many people to come to these holiday settings. But you know what? Peace be still. Peace, the person of peace. Take baby steps. Is there something this morning that just maybe when you came in this morning weighed heavily? Say, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm going to take this word this morning and I'm not going to try to assess it on my own. No, Holy Spirit, I'm going to just yield. And Holy Spirit, I'm going to trust that you take me through this and whatever's necessary for myself, for the situation, for other people, whatever that may be, I surrender. Use me. And I'll, and I'll leave you with this. My son-in-law used to say there are things that he used to dif- really not like to face. He has a business. He's all kinds of kind of stuff. He said, Lonnie, just eat the frog. Just eat the frog. Just get it down, just get it over with, and just face it. So that won't be the title of this morning's word, but eat the frog. But trust me, he's prepared the way long before I got to that courthouse. He was already there. He already knew what he wanted. He was hoping that I might just join him in it <laughs> as a son and say, all right, son, let me, let me teach you something here. Let me show you the injustice of this world. But also, let, let me show you my peace. That there isn't anything that I would ask of you that I would not prepare a way and make a way for you to glorify me through it. Amen. Father, we just thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for you are the Prince of Peace. Oh, yeah. Let me, wait a minute. Let me, let me go to Isaiah. I think it's Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah 9-6. I want to finish with this. I knew I was going to forget something. Because it's Christmas time, right? All the songs that we sing. I love, I love what you said, Pastor. You said, trust, birth, peace. Exactly. It just... It conceives. It's stuck. It like, it's mm-hmm. like stuck. It's like that stuff you can throw on the wall and it sticks, you know? Yep. No, it's just stuck. Good. Trust, birth, peace. There's a con- there's absolutely. Interception. Yeah. Yes. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. I want to get pregnant with it. <laughs> Amen. 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 I want to be pregnant with it. That's so right. Birthing peace in my life. Come on. Amen. Come on. In everything. Amen. In everything. I'm going to speak this to this little prophetess over here. This is Isaiah 9 6. For a child is born. A child will be born to us, excuse me. A son will be given to us, and the government will rest upon his shoulders. And his name is called Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Eternal Father. And Prince of Peace.
she's 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 just she's her mind's trying to comprehend what her spirit is receiving in Jesus name. Thank you Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you for your word. Amen. Now, uh, thank you, Ben. Oh, well, I'll do that first. Okay. Blessings, everyone. I hope that this uh, living sanctuary has ministered to you, both in our worship in song, but our worship in the word and the expressions of our lives. So bless all of you. Amen. So we bless you. If they've taken us off of Facebook, make sure you go to YouTube. In Jesus' name.